When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome! Welcome to your favorite Tennessee Titans podcast, Tennessee Titans Weekly. Jacques! Hope! Jacques! Hope! What's up, y'all? What is good? What is popping? Hello, everybody. Hope everyone is doing well today. We got that boy, me and Jacques, man, here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's good with you, Jacques? Man, I can't call it, man. Can't call it, brother. Same old, same old. Working, yes, sir. Talking about these Titans, man. You know how it is. Yes, sir. Absolutely, yeah. man. Absolutely. Well, as you know, man, it's a lot going on now with the Titans, of course, with the draft. Uh, it's been on ESPN. Um, you know, they talk about Will Levis as much as they talk about Bryce Young, man. It's kind of mm-hmm. crazy. You know what I mean? Right. So, so Jacques, man, so, you know, you and I have been talking a lot about the draft as well. And, you know, been listening to the radio, you know, on Twitter and just, you know, just different, you know, social media, just media in itself, the local media versus the national right. media versus PFF. Right, Jacques? Right, right. So PFF gives us a grade of A in the draft. And I, our draft show, our post-draft show, we're going to give our grades for sure. I, I don't know if we'll give our grades on this show, but to kind of give you all an idea. Mm-hmm. But, Jacques, there's a big difference between what PFF and the national media is saying versus our local media. Like ESPN, everyone's giving us an A. And our local media is giving us a D, man. What what are your initial thoughts, bro, on the differences of the grades? That's a big ass difference, bro. Man, it really is. Um, it, it don't surprise me. Um, the the national media is looking at the fact of they're looking at it from a, a a higher level, right? A higher scale versus our local media who's here every day. They see it, they know what we need, they get it, right? But from the PFF grades, they're looking at the rookies' PFF grades specifically. Analytics, remember that. They're they're being analytical. So they're looking at those things and saying, okay, hey, his PFF grade was an 89. His was a 79. His was a 90. So I I guarantee what they do is they take that conglomerate number, they put that together, and they give you a grade, right? And they go off that particular percentage. And I believe that's why the grade is, quote, unquote, so high. Um, And I think the most controversial pick, we know who it is. We'll talk about that in a minute. but with the local media, the local media wanted us to do one thing, right? And they, and they, they want transparency, but right. Vrabel and now even ran Carthon, but it's really Mike Vrabel is not going to be transparent with anybody, right? He's going to beat around the bush. He's going to throw in the windows at you. He's going to say, Oh, uh, like they, they trolled everybody by saying we got a receiver and they start waving. The local media wants transparency and they're not getting it. They don't know which direction we're going in. They don't know if we're going in with this quarterback or that quarterback, the receiver conversation was the biggest thing going into the offseason and then going into this draft. Remember, Mike Brable complained, said, who the hell are we going to throw the ball to, right? Well, you had an opportunity yeah. to go out and get a primary receiver in free agency, and you had an opportunity to do it in the draft, and you didn't do neither, right? So 
I think that's where the biggest grade off comes from is when they're grading us a D they're doing it from that perspective. And then of course you got other factors like the Tajay Spears uh, pick with the no ACL and arthritis in the knee and so on and so on. So that's my thoughts. What about you Hulk? Facts, no paper, bro. That's no, that's, that's fire right there, bro. I mean, I, I damn it. Don't need to say nothing. I mean, that that's right on point as to what I think as well. So I, I'll even add more to that. So, when you listen to the local media, I've heard people say, well, if you felt good about Will Levis, you should have picked him at the 11th pick, right? You should have just went on and did that. Um, and so, you know, I think that's a part of it. And of course, you know, local media or just people in general are not going to understand the the importance of having offensive linemen. Yeah, during the season when we're not blocking well, then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, we need to draft a lineman. But when it's time to make that draft and we do it, it's not the sexiest thing to do, right? To draft right. L- literally the best offensive lineman in the draft, literally. And we did that. And we ended up getting a quarterback, too, at the same breath. So that's why PFF yeah. was like, dude, y'all got the best interior lineman in the draft by far mm-hmm. and a first-round quarterback, at least in their grade, in the same draft, right? That's mm-hmm. a lineman and a quarterback in the draft? Right. That's amazing from a PFF mm-hmm. standpoint. And then to your point, Jacques, you know, the, we have been talking about wide receiver for so long. When you look at a team that couldn't even score above 27 points all season, we have a receiver, your leading receivers only had like 40 catches in the season. So you look at those things like, bro, we need a wide receiver like bad. Mm-hmm. And then we end up drafting a guy from UT Martin, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, you know, a, a, you know, a, it's like, okay, not UT, but UT Martin. Right. So it's like, okay, what are we doing? Right. We, we right. draft him in the seventh round at that as well too. Right. So as a fan, that don't know the, the skeptics or the optics of the team, you know, I can understand that. I understand why we got low grades from our fans. I do understand that. Will Levis has some red strikes on him as well, uh, you know, on different things as to why he wasn't in the first round, why so many teams passed on him. Uh, we didn't draft anyone on defense. Uh, you know, we still could have gotten, you know, we got a running back in the third round. We just drafted a running back, a tight end, and a quarterback last season. We're doing it again this year. It's the same carbon copy. Like, what are we doing, right? So I do understand that. When you look at the value that we got in our picks as to why PFF has us as a grade of an A, to me, still one of the I still think this is not a good draft class just in general. But the fact that you can bring in, you know, Jalen Duncan, you know, this guy here, you know, he's he's he might get some playing time as an offensive tackle. We got him in the sixth round. Mm-hmm. And we Jacques, you and I both have been so high on the on the tight end Wiley, bro, from Cincinnati, mm-hmm. man. Josh Wiley. This guy here, bro, he's six foot six. They might have him listed in some areas is six seven. seven. He's six six two. Yeah, he's six six two fifty. And runs mm-hmm. a four six. Okay, yep. we seen the highlights, especially when when Cincinnati was the number three team in the nation. You know, mm-hmm. when Desmond Ritter was throwing the ball, man, he looked for this guy and he caught the ball. He was out there making touchdowns. He looked like Travis Kelsey out there too. Yeah. It, you know, playing in the same school as Cincinnati. We're not saying he's at that level, but I'm saying you get him in the fifth round. That's value, dude. That's value. Mm-hmm. Colton Dow's the all time leading receiver. UT Martin. He's six three two fifteen out there. Mm-hmm. Run a four four in the forty. That's value in the seventh round. So I'm hoping PFF is right, Jock. Me too. I hope, I hope, I hope we're not – all of us aren't too much of fans because we're fans at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. We want to. We want our team to succeed. But we're hoping the PFF is outweighing the fandom, so to speak, on the grade standpoint. So, so yeah, that's where I'm at with it, man, for sure, mm-hmm. dude. 
Right. And shout out to you, Sue, Jacques. Man, I'm going to tell y'all, Jacques brought brought up a point. It's like, look, we're going to hear a lot about Will Levis. We know this. But we're going to spend a lot of time with the other guys that got drafted, mm-hmm. too, man. Believe that, y'all. We're going to give y'all some insight, man. Yep, yep. And that's that's our goal. We, um, Like Hawk said, he's, he's beating a dead horse. And we know we did this crap with Malik Willis last year. And I think, again, it's okay to speculate. But remember, the quarterback is the most important piece on the field, but it's not the only piece. And I think you need right. other – things around that quarterback to be successful and to win, right? Patrick Mahomes can't run the ball. I mean, he can run the ball. He can't catch the ball. He can't tackle. He can't block. He can't do all that, right? He's one man, one person, the person that has the ball 90% of the time that makes the decisions, but he needs people to throw it to, and they need to build something around him. So it's the same concept. So just be look on the lookout for that, guys. I I had to say that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jacques, I do take I will say this, too, man. I'll ask you this after I answer this question. Does PFF have merit? I think it does. I think Mm -hmm. there is some merit to the PFF grade. I'm not saying we're an ultimate A and we'll again, we'll discuss it more in our draft uh, post draft show. But I do think there's some merit to what PFF has on players and things and and optics. Again, you look at Will Levis scoring a 93 on the S2 test. Mm -hmm. I think I think there's some merit in that, bro. Do you think PFF has has some merit? Yes, they do. They do. And like they, again, they come from an analytical standpoint of measuring different things, capturing data points for different things, right? And so yeah. when they're in there, I guess when they're doing their data and they're capturing their data, they're capturing it. Like you said, I heard Will Levis has a release almost like uh, Aaron Rodgers. What I've heard, his release is very quick and precise. Um, so yes, I, I do believe there is some merit in, in PFF. And I think that's why people, a lot of people follow them. And a lot of people hold him to a high standard now because of that, right? Right. So yep. yes, I do. I do. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, man. And and you know, and throughout the shows and things, we're gonna have our ups and downs on the on our draft picks and things. That's just part of it, right? But at the end of the day, it's based on what they do on the field. And so we we shall see that, you know, as time goes on. Uh, even our unrestricted free agent uh, guys that we picked up as well it should be a very fun. Uh, uh, season coming up as far as new players. I mean, it's, we got a roster full of new players on offense, man. So we should see right. how it goes, man. For sure, exactly. for sure. So, so cool, man. Cool. Exactly. Yep. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we want to say thank you all for listening in on the show, man. Uh, again, you know, uh, we're going to continue to have a podcast and uh, within the next few days as well. Check us out. We're going to have a post draft show live on, mm-hmm. on YouTube. Also, it'll be on auto uh, on audio as well. Uh, so, you know, check us out. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube at Tennessee Titans Weekly. Check us out on Twitter, Titans Weekly 24-7, as well as on Instagram at Tennessee Titans Weekly. Absolutely. And when you do uh, subscribe to those those entities, please leave a like, share, subscribe. Even when you are listening to this audio podcast, please leave us a, a rating. Uh, I know they have the five-star rating, so if you understand that, please leave us a five-star and really, really appreciate a download as well. Um, but again, like Hawk said, we will bring you our uh, live uh, post-draft show, and it's going to be very interesting. I'm, I'm eager to hear Hawk's thoughts on a lot of this and, <laughs> and everything like that. So it's going to be very, very fun. For Take sure. Out, Hawk. <laughs> For sure. And, folks, we hope you have a good rest of your day. And as we always do, and as we always say, facts, no paper.